Welcome to another episode of Tuesday Tea with me, Sweet D. Thanks so much for being here. And today I have another super, super special guest. I'm so excited to introduce you to Alicia Ramirez. And as her friends call her, Miss Lita, she is a networking genius, you guys. She's a mother of three and podcast host of Mom's Mental Check-In. She is a true entrepreneur who hustles for her family like no other and advocates for moms from all different walks of life to speak their truth without judgment. And she also somehow finds the time to host direct sales events and runs a popular Facebook group called hashtag mom life. And Alicia, you're a massive part of why I decided to start this new podcast series. I'm just excited you're here. You are a super huge inspiration to me. And I know that everyone listening is going to be really inspired by you as well. So welcome. OMG, copy and paste, first of all, all that, and I'm going to put it on my resume. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's all true. You're always hustling. Every time I see any of your social media posts, I'm just like, how does this girl find the time to do all this stuff? Like you're going camping every weekend with your kids. (laughs) That thought of going camping at all with my one child is daunting enough. And you have three. (laughs) They entertain each other. (laughs) Like, yeah, I guess that's true. That's good. But From where I'm sitting, when I think about you, you're just a super incredible leader. And I know that this podcast is a lot about business. You've got your business. You're doing so much. But what I see you do, like your approach to business is in so many different ways. Have you always been a leader? So it's funny you should say that. Um, That is one of the qualities I've always had. And it's what I like to call my superpower. Um, I talk about like mom's superpowers on the podcast and it's something I've learned to gauge through my life because ever since I was little, I've always had people kind of follow after me without me even actually realizing it. And sometimes like as a younger girl, you know, you kind of use it in different ways that aren't necessarily as positive. So I was also extremely hot headed when I was younger. So people followed me around with like my hot headedness and I didn't really necessarily see that until people closest to me would be like, Hey, look, like these people are following and doing exactly what you're doing. And I actually had a yard duty in elementary school once Uh on the side. Yes. And tell me, look, like you have a, like a, I don't, obviously she didn't say superpower. I can't remember exactly what she said now, but she, I'm going to use superpower now. You have this superpower where people really follow you and you need to learn to use it in a positive way. Mm. So I was in elementary school. And so the seed was like planted, you know what I mean? And so through my years of life, like I kind of just learned how to gauge it and work Mm. with it. And then I wouldn't say until the last, like maybe 10 years of my life, I really learned how to use it to its best ability. Hmm. Let me ask you this. When you are in that leadership role, whether you're doing admin tasks with the Facebook group or you're, you know, talking with your kids, do you feel like that is like your why, like your purpose, like you really enjoy being in that role? Or do you feel it's more like a a stressor that was like bestowed upon you? A little bit of both. Yeah. (laughs) I get asked all the time, like, do you ever get tired of like putting these things together? Yeah. And it's like, yes and no, you know, like I do, but I don't because I just get this high off of it and it just feels Mm -hmm. so good. And I just feel so accomplished. Once you become a mother, 
you really need to also make sure to remember that there's a you in there as well. And again, that's something that I'm learning to work with, with uh, my therapist now is working on self. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to lose self because, you know, that's how you lose that you'll, you'll start to fall apart, you know? And so I feel like it fuels me. It makes me remember that I'm not just a mom, you know, that I can be a mother hustler, you know, I can do all these things. And so it's exhausting the come down, but doing it, I just, I love it. I definitely, I get a high from it. So I guess it is a part of my why. (laughs) Yeah. When I entered into motherhood, (laughs) it was, it was quite a bit earlier than I had expected. Our daughter, for those of you who don't know, was a honeymoon babe. We intended to wait and surprise, you know, there she is. And I felt really alone, like really alone. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I had postpartum depression for like a couple of years. And it was mm-hmm. just, I, it, I just felt out of whack, right? You got hormones going, like everything's crazy. And it was you that reached out to me that said, Hey, your mom now, like join our group. And that was everything. And like the, just your encouragement really inspired me. And I'm finally in this place now where like, I'm, I'm beyond, I'm past the postpartum. I'm finally feeling good about me and like what you're talking about you know, just making sure you don't lose yourself and motherhood, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and I actually had my first event. So I, I moved out to Boulder, Colorado, and there was like nothing around for moms in my area. So I started a Facebook group, totally just like Yay. you did. And I had my first mom's event and it was awesome. We had a picnic and it turned out really well. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. But if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have even like I, the thought would have never crossed my mind to do that. And now I've got some sweet mama friends out here. So thank you. It's- so the like kind of history behind hashtag mom life. The yeah, tell group, me. Um, so I was actually like the same thing. You know, I had my first baby. I was an hour in each direction from any kinds of friends and family. Mm-hmm. And it was a time where we were broke. You know, we we're a young couple broke, you know, so we didn't have the money to be taken off and having lunch dates and all that kind of stuff. So I was kind of like at home with my baby. And when I went to work, I was to and from and. It was really lonely. And that's, you know, one of the things that trigger postpartum. And I didn't understand it. I didn't know until like, again, years later that I had had it and that, you know, I was obviously still somewhat suffering from it. And so then I was a part of this one Facebook mom's group from a mutual friend. And it was just didn't feel right. Like it was very structured. Mm -hmm. Like you have to host a you know, get together, you have to be active, you have to like all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, it's so overwhelming to even just be a mom. Like, this isn't really what I'm looking for. Like, I need some like like minded women that can remind me that like, if I'm crying in a corner one day that that that's okay. Yeah. So I slowly started making this group of badass women that I know that had babies, I wanted to make my own security blanket. That's why when everyone was like, Oh, my gosh, thank you so much for this group. It's like, I made it out of, uh, what's the word, just for myself, you know what I mean? Like selfishly. And it just became this like amazing thing, Mm. you know, and I wanted to create for other people what I didn't have. Mm -hmm. And that's like my same mission with today. I want to give back to all these women that have come across what I didn't have then. You know, I'm a little bit of a senior mom on some. So, you know, I want to support them where I was and I didn't have the support because I just didn't even, I didn't even know I needed it, you know, or I wasn't willing to take it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you said that to not even be able to recognize that you need it. 
You know, it's like motherhood, the introduction can be so just like abrupt. Whoa, yeah. now I have this kid and I have to be responsible and keep it alive and feed it. And juggle it's relationships, like, oh like friendships and like love life relationships. Yeah. It's just crazy. It is crazy. How old were you when you had your first? I was 23. Yeah. I would say that's pretty young in today's world. Oh yeah. yeah. I agree. A hundred percent. I didn't feel that young. I started partying and being a crazy kid when I was very, very young, like junior high. And I had a lot of events in my life that had happened that made me grow up a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So by the time I was in my early 20s, I always knew that I wanted to be a mom. I always like struggled on what exactly I wanted to be in life, but I knew for sure I wanted to be a mom. Mm -hmm. So I knew for sure I wanted to graduate high school. I wanted to graduate college. And I wanted to be past 21 because I wanted to like have a fun 21. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I did that. And when I met my husband, my now husband, it was like, you know what? I don't need anything. Like, you know, I wasn't looking for anything else. I didn't need to go party anymore. I didn't need to go. You know, I was just ready to go. Yeah. But there's at 23 for other people, that is not necessarily the same thing, you know? For those of you listening that don't know, Alicia and I actually, we went to high school together and junior high, yeah. right? Junior yeah, high. Yeah. High yeah. And Alicia actually knew my husband, Chris, before I did. Yep. <laughs> so, elementary school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a small world. And I just love that we can be here now, like in our thirties talking about real life stuff. Yeah. And that's a huge part about your podcast. Mom's mental check-in is all about just getting down to the nitty gritty and just real talk. I loved yeah. being on your podcast. It was such a joy to chat with you and, and Brie, your co-host, Brianna. Yeah. You ladies know what's fun. Up. Yes. I was like pre-warning people. So disclaimer, just know, you know, don't really listen to it around your kids. Yeah. Like, it's when I say, like, Yeah. And when I say it's real talk, like I really mean it's real talk. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice to be able to like rip the band-aid off and get real about stuff. It's yeah. The only way I know how to live life. I'm right? not undercoding things. Which I appreciate so much about you. Yeah. You're just girl, you're real. That is for sure. You are very real. Let me ask you this. When you post on social media, you make it look just so effortless. I mean, everything that you do, here's my bins for my kids to keep them entertained. Like you've got excellent mom (laughs) hacks, how to do this and how to do that. Does it ever get just to be too much and overwhelming? How do you take care of yourself when and if it gets to that point? What's your self-care look like? So for my like Instagram stuff, I really always just like remind myself that at this point, it's still something that I enjoy to do. You know, it's not necessarily like my nine to five job, but I also still have to remember it's a nine to five job because I am a woman with mental health and social media is a slippery slope. You know, it could really consume people if you're really watching those numbers and the views and interactions and stuff like that. And I definitely have times where I'm like, you know, I'm not getting this, what I need, or I'm not getting Mm. what I want out of this. Yeah. So that part of the social media thing can be overwhelming. I just really set breaks for myself. I always try to remind myself during the weekends are, you know, my family time, 
Monday through Friday, that's business time. And when we're out, like I know I see a lot of people, they're shooting their videos and doing all their edits and stuff like that in real time. For me, I try to take pictures and videos and save them. So I try to just make it easy because my family also doesn't like me to like stop us in our tracks while we're trying to have a family outing and Oh, stop pose. Well, that picture's not good. That video is not good. So I try to save it for later and use it later. So just kind of planning my life. So the social media stuff isn't consuming my real life stuff Mm. makes it easier. And if it feels overwhelming, I take that break. Because like I said, at this point in our podcast and stuff like that, it's not something that's going to make or break me if I'm having a moment and I need to step back from it. And also at the same time, I want people that are following me to respect that and know that I am trying to be as real as I can be, you know, sharing things. So, yeah. And your background, like you studied film, right? Like you went to school for film. So I imagine that's got to be just like, I want to get to this right now. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely. I am super eager, but that's why I just have to constantly pace myself, check myself and know it'll happen when it happens or it won't. But at the same time, I just have to remember my core mission. What is, what am I truly doing this for? Am I doing this? Cause I want to try to be like a millionaire. Sure. Who isn't, but that's not my main point. You know, my main point is to get out there and change other women's life and support mothers the way I feel that they should be. Mm. So I think that really helps drive me. Yeah. Everything (laughs) you do is so good. And just to say about the stuff about like the putting the kids stuff together, one, they're totally ungrateful and they never appreciate that. (laughs) And, And two, you know, it is, it's not necessarily an act because it's things that I do want to do. But I do obviously set it up because that's my kind of thing that I'm doing right now. So I want to show you this. And I do put all the effort into it. And then the kids are like, oh, that's cool. So well, for what it's worth, I'm grateful. For what it's worth, (laughs) I appreciate it. I think it's awesome. (laughs) I'm paying attention. Because I know you do a couple of different direct sales, right? Yes. Well, only one now. So I do a Sensi. I am not big on pushing sales. So I purchased the product for a really long time. And then I really just kind of grew to like it. I love sense. So again, everything always has to kind of fuel me in some way. Mm-hmm. And so I am super crazy about candles. I always had candles. Everyone always knew to get me candles for gifts. I love smells because smells strike, you know, memories and feelings. And so I always want that warm and cozy feeling. So I like to do that. Okay. So once I was introduced to Sensi, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Cause it was just like the options were everywhere and it was a lot more safe with my little ones. Mm -hmm. And so eventually I just got into it and now I'm just hooked. But again, it's not something I let completely overwhelm my life. Like I have girls that work under me. So I try to keep the mind work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. So pulling girls in to work and teaching them and having them do the work makes it a lot easier for me because I'm still reaping the benefits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Smart. Very smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's in part why I wanted you to come on the podcast as well was to talk about the direct sales a little bit because I've heard this, well, I don't really own a business. I just do direct sales. It's like, no, that's so what? Yeah, it's me. 
<laughs> well, right. You, you had mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, because by doing something like direct sales or being a part of like a bigger group, it's building the pathways in your brain to working smarter, not harder. And mm-hmm. I'm sure through this, you'll probably think of something else that's really cool or pick up a different product. And so mm-hmm. I, I still consider that to be part of the entrepreneurial spirit because you're working for yourself and how wonderful that somebody else is providing the products. Yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, I do enjoy it, but I also have like, I, I'm very artistic. And so I really like to do things for myself. So that's why I also have like a photography business. So that way I'm still getting to work like my artistic side mm-hmm. from my personal point of view. So I definitely work like all the different avenues yeah. and with the, with the direct sales, with the Sensi also, it's such a great way to make connections with people. Mm-hmm. Like I've met so many different people working events or just exchanging information. And so it's great. And then it helps out because even with my social media, I do a monthly giveaway. So then I have all these different vendors. So I mean, everything kind of full circles one way or another. Like I said, you're like queen of networking. Like you just, (laughs) you're so good at it and you're really bubbly and that helps a lot. But yeah, so your photography business. So speak about that a little bit. So is it, it's around families? Is it portrait photography? Well, if I had it my way, it would be like nature and scenic stuff. Really? Um, because I actually can't stand taking pictures of people because. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, because I hate having to tell people how to like pose and. Huh. Okay. Then like having to get that same, like, okay, stand there. Oh, nope, not that one. You're like, you know what I mean? There's just like so much to it. And then there's more editing and I hate editing, um, but I do do it. You know what I mean? Like I, it's another love hate thing. I think that's kind of how my life goes after this conversation. <laughs> I'm starting to realize because I do love to take photos. I love capturing people's memories. That's so since I was a little girl, <laughs> I hope you're able to get this all in your short episode. It's <laughs> great. Um, since I was a little girl, I've never had super good memory. Not everyone in my family has always had like not such great memory. One of my first memories of my great grandma was she had Alzheimer's. So I always thought in the back of my mind, like, oh, someday I might lose my memory. So I would always take lots of photos. I had so many of those disposable Kodak cameras throughout my whole life. So I have, I have like my childhood documented since I was probably like in fourth grade. And on. Yeah. And so I've always loved to take pictures. And I was like, uh, my nanny um, told me when I was really young, make sure you write their names and the dates on the back of them. So I always do that on all the photos too. And so people just don't think about taking those moments to capture photos, which Mm -hmm. is another reason why I'm a bad salesperson when it comes to photography, because no one likes to spend money on photography, but I'm that like nostalgic person that's like, but you really need to capture this moment. Just let me take the pictures for free Mm. for you. You know, like, I don't (laughs) even care. You just need to have it, you know? So I do love capturing the moment for people, you know? Mm. I want to do weddings though. That's way too, I'm way too much of an anxious woman to do pressure. That's a lot of pressure. I've done one wedding. And matter of fact, I did it with Brianna. We shot it. We did a video. We didn't do the photography for it. Okay. And it was the worst. And (laughs) another funny side story for it was when (laughs) DSLRs were still pretty new. Mm -hmm. And so people didn't understand that they would do photo and video. And so we were doing our video with a DSLR. Mm-hmm. And so as we're going around, people would just stop and pose. <laughs> 
And we'd have to be like, no, 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 we're rolling. We're rolling. Like, keep moving. <laughs> so Pretend like we're not here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was just super funny and awkward. Yeah, I'm not going to do another wedding that ever. That's so funny. Well, that's just part of the process of learning, right? Like you're Absolutely. in business and then you just know, I don't want to do this. I want to do this. Like, I still mm-hmm. love photography, but I just hate editing or yeah. I have no interest in taking pictures of people anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Landscape photography. I mean, all the photos that I've seen that you've taken and put up on your business Insta are stunning. I mean, you've got a super, super good eye and the majority of them are with people. So yeah, they all are. I mean, they are. I'd like, I, I, I want to take that back. So no one's like, oh, I don't want to get my pictures from her. But like, (laughs) I'm good at it. Like I enjoy it. I do that. I think that is something that's hard for me is I am a perfectionist and I'm anxious. So it's really hard. You're not only controlling a, you know, a contraption to do the work Mm -hmm. that isn't your actual eye and stuff. And then you're also controlling these humans and sometimes little humans. And so there's so much going on. So sometimes it takes me a good 30 minutes or so to break that until I can start really going like, okay, let's do this. And then Mm -hmm. Once we break that ice, then it's pretty good and people really get into it. And then, you know, they really start to understand Mm -hmm. the whole thing. But, and then I'll start editing and it's so funny because I'll be like, babe, look at this. I'm getting so much better. And I just have to show them every time. Look at this compared to that. I'll be like, you know, put the original next to the edit. And I'm like, Uh I did that. I did that. That's awesome. That's awesome yeah. that your your craft is getting better. Just the different variables when it comes to specific types of businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And I appreciate about you that you can actually recognize, you know what? I just need a half hour to just get myself centered to make this worthwhile for the client because I need to check out the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what would you say to our listeners? Like, what's the best advice you would give to someone who is just trying to juggle it all. What's the best way to just keep track of everything? It's funny because I keep on looking at your picture behind you that says, yes, you can. (laughs) And it's things like that, that I just remind myself because I myself, like you said, I juggle a thousand things. I have three kids, a husband, you know, all this stuff. And there's so many days that you just like, there's no way I can do this. It's just literally stopping and reminding yourself, yeah, you can you know, I created life. Like Mm -hmm. I am at this point, you know, I've done this, you just have to like remind yourself of all the accomplishments you've gotten. And just know that you can do it, you know, and remind yourself you're doing it for yourself, make sure you're doing it for yourself. Because if you're not doing it yourself, it's going to be terrible, regardless. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to truly enjoy it. You're not going to really put your full heart into it. And so remember, whatever you're doing, make sure to fuel yourself. Because You can't, another thing we say a lot on the podcast is you can't pour into someone else's cup from an empty cup. So you got to have to fill your cup. You know what I mean? So it, that's, that's about it. I'll go round and round with that, but (laughs) I think, I think that kind of, I think that's about. Yeah. Very well said. How can people connect with you if they want to reach out to you online? Okay, so I am at Mom's Mental Check-In on Instagram. And then we also have momsmentalcheckin.com. And from there, you can get to any of our social medias and you can get to our podcast. 
Awesome. Also, we link in some of like the business girls that we know and stuff like that. And I will be sure to put all the links in the show notes as well for this episode. If you want to just go directly there and click around and let's even put your Sensi link there. People want to check oh. it out. Why not? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. Thank you so much for joining me. It's just, it's so fun to get to know you at this stage of life. You know, I just feel really yeah. blessed that we have gotten a chance to reconnect. It's really sweet. So I am so honored to be a part of this. And it's so exciting to do this like alongside of you. And I'm so excited to watch this podcast of yours grow. So Thanks. yay. Yay. <laughs> and for all of you watching and listening, that is it for this week. We'll see you next time. Bye.